In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, I'm putting Jeannie on the spot with a surprise question. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. Is Man versus Marriage. Welcome back to another episode of Man versus Marriage. It is I, Quincy Moran. Ooh, that got a little too loud. I'm very I'm sorry about that if your speakers were turned up. It is I, Quincy Moran, the host of this show, uh, in the Moran Family Studio with my wife, Jeannie Moran. Honey, salutations. Hi, baby. I can't be quiet any longer. Anyway, in this episode. I've got a question for you, honey. Um, I'm going to give you a minute to answer. But if, okay, think if you will, back to your young self, 19, 20 years old. Imagine you had the opportunity to go back in time and have lunch with yourself for two hours. The yourself now with your 20, 19, 20 year old self. I want to know what you would tell yourself about life and about marriage, about marrying me, about having kids, etc. Um, and the reason I'm doing that is because I want us to give some advice for young marriages, um, or for people that are considering getting married. Um, and to know our story. So I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you think about that for a second. So Jeannie and I, uh, this year will be married. Um, I don't know when you're listening to this, this is 2022. We will have been married 23 years this coming November. We came from different backgrounds, different States, uh, different parts of the Christian faith. Um, we had different upbringings and there were so many things that were different about, how we were raised and um you know with that being said it somebody gave us the advice to go through um what was chuck swindoll's class what was that class that uh that pre-marriage class we did it was like eight weeks it was just a pre-marriage okay yeah uh it's the church on the way uh down in like the van nuys southern california area eight week uh program um, funny enough, the room started out full of couples that were going to get married. After they talked about red flags, the couple started dissipating. I mean, <laughs> they just, the, the attendance went down like fast. Uh, we ended up graduating, you know, that particular class and, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And there are some things, it's my life philosophy, that only experience, time and experience are the only way that you're really going to learn uh, some of these things. So it's like when somebody starts um, new at our company, you're like, oh, I want to tell you all these things. And this is what you're going to expect. But they don't have any way to contextualize it because they haven't been through it. So you're giving them great information. But how do they apply that once real life hits? So in this in this particular episode, um, I heard somebody ask someone else, 
you know, this particular question. So I pondered it and then life got busy and I stopped thinking about it. Um, but if you got to go back and talk to the 19 year old you right now, what do you think that conversation would be like? Hmm. I think I would first remind myself not to lose myself because in the beginning of our marriage, I had a lot of incorrect ideas on what you were looking for in marriage oh, Okay. and your, um, how you were raised in the church and, and what your thoughts were going to be on what, what your wife was supposed to be like. Um, I gave up a lot of my rebellious side in the beginning to try to accommodate some things that I thought you needed or you wanted. And it, it messed with my head big time. Um, I would have, I would have told myself to speak up more because you and I are both really good. Well, we don't do it now, but we were really good at, I'm pissed at you. You're pissed at me and no one's talking. Mm -hmm. And then, we let that little head game play on what I thought you would say if we had an argument mm. and you know what I thought was right. I mean, 10 years later we were going to Rita and when she said, Hey, I want to bring Quincy into the session. He's not going to show, but sure. I'll tell him I was wrong, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I didn't know that because we didn't have that kind of relationship. We weren't talking things through. Yeah. Um, we, we both, well, I shouldn't say that for you. For myself, I grew up learning to do it myself. You don't, we didn't talk about emotion. We didn't talk about how we were feeling. We didn't discuss things because um, it's just life. Shit happens and you deal. It's just life. And no one's going to care. You know, you might have people who are sympathetic to you, but no one's going to care. And if I found out early on, don't talk to other women about what's going on in your relationship unless it's people you truly trust to not bash the crap out of your husband because all you're doing is creating a collective group of people who will not like him even if things get better. Yeah. Um, you know, and vice versa. I'm, I guarantee you because you had him before we were even married. There were people that thought I was so wrong for you. Yeah. And um, I know a few of them that thought I was a bitch because of the way I treated them but I have a pretty good radar. Um, I would have taken more time for us before we started having kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't have let fear run a lot of our decisions. Or I would hope I wouldn't, I guess. Well, you would give the younger you the advice. Yeah, but the younger me was kind of thick-skulled. People gave me advice and I didn't listen. Um, there you go. You know, just making the determination on what somebody's going to do. You know, well, you're know. talking about 19 year old me. I, I know who she was. She was a hard headed pain in the ass. I still am. But um, I didn't like to listen to people until we had kids. And then I would tell myself to stop listening to people because everybody had an opinion and I didn't have a leg to stand on. Um, I just, I think we just let too many people get involved and I probably would have told myself to reevaluate some of the close relationships we had intensely 
before we had seen red flags in the beginning but we just didn't we were so wrapped up in everything else we just didn't pay attention to it and i think by the time everything came to a head it was just kind of like we knew we just didn't act on it and we should have yeah yeah um i think i think all those things are good advice any anything else you can think of that you might bring up i mean i i'm sure that you then would have questions that would probably open other lines of discussion um but anything else you can think of i know it's an on it's very on the mm-hmm. spot and there's it this is kind of a question that would that would take time to think like to digest and to consider but i just want to get your raw answers in the moment and then we can talk through some of it the only other thing i can really think of that would have impacted us is um i would have told myself to discuss our sex life with you before you know just assuming I mean, we were young. The information that we had, I had very little. Um, we both had experience prior to marriage, but it wasn't the same as what you have with a husband and wife. So you can't really draw on that. Yeah. And I think that's that's where the conversation would have gone is don't don't draw on your past experience because this is this is not the same. The connection involved here is very very different. And I would have told myself that you and I needed to have a, a serious conversation on, you know, hard lines and limits and expectations and wants and needs and things of that nature, because that's a huge part of marriage that I think people kind of take for granted. And some people, I, I don't, we don't have the relationship where we can go weeks at a time without intimacy. It just, we just don't function that way. Um, not anymore. I know people who do, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's something that we should have discussed. Had we known how important that was to our relationship, I don't think we would have let things get the way that they did for so long. You know what I mean? I, if if we had the understanding of need versus want and the emotional connection that comes from our intimacy for you and what it leads up, what's necessary to lead up to that emotional connection for me so that we're on the same page. I think we, we wouldn't have let some of the things happen that happened. Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, you know, as I kind of think back through, um, as I think back through, what would I tell my younger self? What, what discussions, what, what would matter you know, the most, um, I'd have a talk with myself, um, first about, um, time and what's valuable and knowing that it's not the knowing now that it's the only non-renewable currency Mm. and where to spend it wisely and what really matters to a wife and a family that it's not, it's way less about fame and fortune for providing. It's more about time spent with the people you love, building them and relationships. Um, it's interesting how 
when we're young, we think, you know, our kids are young. They're not going to know if I wasn't there. They're not going to notice if I missed this or that. You would be surprised. Because when we tell stories, the girls are always like, well, what did dad say? Well, dad was working that day. You know, it's like, it. it's, it's interesting to see what they think now. Mm-hmm. Like that they know that a lot of the, the younger memories are things that I did or I saw or I was involved with, but you were always working or always doing something. They didn't notice it when they were little, but when the stories come out later, it does make a difference. It really does because the girls, especially the girls, feed off of dad's approval and dad's thoughts and how proud was he. Those are big things for them. I mean, now you're around and, I mean, they gravitate to spending time with you yeah. and and doing things with you and having similar interests and making sure that you know when the meets are and where to be and what time. And, mm-hmm. and you know, if I tell Mo, hey, Dad's going to go in late today or he's going to take off so he can come see your meet, it puts her in a different mindset for what she's going to do because Dad's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, I I think um next after the time discussion I would talk I would talk to myself about the importance um and kind of lay out the idea of um communication in the sense of um being being present in the moment mm-hmm. and being a a safe place to land and be in the no judgment zone for myself I really didn't judge you a lot in what you had to say, but I did put a lot of governors on myself because um, of the mindset I was in. And then, you know, after being that place, that that soft place to land, you know, being able to articulate uh, the speed bumps and just overall meaningful listening, intimate communication and how valuable that is. Um, because we lacked that. We didn't know about it. We didn't know that we didn't think like each other. True. <laughs> that, right. That was like the epiphany moment in the beginning was, what do you mean he doesn't think like me? He's supposed to think like me. We're married now. The two have become one. We're supposed to share a brain. No, you don't. Right. <laughs> no, you don't. Right. <laughs> you know, and then uh, most definitely um, I would have, I would have the discussion with myself saying, you're actually more important to her than you realize you are because I still had for such a long time, I had that idea that, you know, you just didn't like me much. Um, maybe it was because of who I had become. I don't know. Um, but I know I would do more of less fear about money and more emphasis on, what made you laugh and what built our relationship together and experiences together. It goes back to time. Um, I too would talk about, Hey, be married for a while. Enjoy, learn how to be married before you bring kids. You know, that's, that's the value of not having kids until after you're married is learning how to live that relationship together. I would say, because we had a very short time. Um, I would definitely have a talk 
with myself about sex uh, to talk to you about it because we missed out on certain parts of our connection because we had assumptions about mm -hmm. each other. I had assumptions about your view of me. I had assumptions about your view of yourself and what was going to be okay for sex and what wasn't. And, you know, then discussing that want and need goes back to the communication part. Um, those are the things that, um, just a, a short list there. And then really talking to myself about forgiveness and being a hero in your home. Um, and learning how, learning how, you know, I, like you, I was pretty hard headed in, in those days. You know, I was a just figure it out guy. You get married and you think, well, things are just going to work out. Um, people are probably way more educated these days than we were <laughs> then and who knows before. But really dialing in, what does a great marriage look like? And mapping it out and making sure that we're checking in and that we are meeting in those places and that we're fulfilling one another's needs. Um, because if you don't, if you don't have a map, you don't know where you're going. Yeah. And, you know, not to say that everything has to be perfectly structured, but I think these are some things that I would have done and hopefully I'm doing to be the example and we're helping our daughters with. So when they go and, you know, start a relationship, they'll they'll know a little bit more than we did and hopefully reserve some of that heartache. Yeah. You know? So that's it. That's just a a quick discussion. We're we've got shows that are gonna spawn off of this that I'm excited about, but I wanted to make sure and just ask you that question open ended to see what your thoughts were. I have many more things I want to talk about, but we're gonna wrap this episode up now. Um I think the only other thing that we should I wish we would have known then, and I'm definitely pushing with our girls right now, is don't follow the trends. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of people that put their crap out on social media or back when we were first married, it was like chat rooms, and then Facebook came alive and things like that, and people were just airing everything because this is your safe place and your wall and you could say what you want, and once it's out, it's out, and yeah. you can't take it back, and... um you know, the same is true when you go complain to somebody about your marriage, especially if it's someone that, like in our case, it, it's family. You know, if we complained about anything, it was because we're family. Everybody talks about everything when you're family. There are some things you don't discuss, and I wish I would have been smart enough back then to realize not everybody needs to know what's going on between the two of us. Sometimes you just need to figure it out. Yeah. And if you need a third party, go outside Neutral. the circle. Yep. Yep. <laughs> go outside the circle. Yeah, that's that's definitely great advice. Well, honey, thanks for sharing that with me. I love you. She's Jeannie Moran. I'm Quincy Moran and this is Man versus Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself it's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the podcast.